Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jay Nicole. And this bookcast is about none other than why yours truly. But most importantly, it's about life with my bookends. So who are or what are my bookends, you may ask? They're my wonderfully talented two sons, also known as my heart and my heartbeat. Without them, life just was incomplete. And I know a lot of people are like, eh, but one of the biggest things that I desired in life was to become a mother. And at 18, I was told that there was a slim to none chance that that would even happen. So when God bestowed them upon me, they made my life complete. And they hold me upright. They give me perspective on what life is and what I should be doing in life. They actually give me purpose each and every day. And because of them, I now have this podcast to share with you the day in the life of the Walkers, or more specifically, the day in the life of Just Call Me Jay Nicole and life with my bookends. What's more important? To be right or to save face when you know you're wrong and just be argumentative about the fact that you are wrong by saying that you're right. Hey, 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 it's your girl. Just call me Jane Nicole and I'm coming to you with yet another episode. So I was just listening to one of my favorite people to listen to when I'm driving. And no, it's not myself. I was listening to Joe Osteen. And he was talking about being right and wrong and arguing about things that are just really super, super petty and how in, um, in, in a marriage or any relationship for that matter, you guys will have a fight over something that's just really ridiculous. Like when you actually go back and you sit down and you both are talking things through sensibly you both have to chuckle a little bit like we were so stupid to be arguing about something this this petty, this small, this insignificant. In my quest for peace and tranquility, I have learned the art of arguing with my husband. And I know, guys, you're like, what? And girls, you're like, teach me. <laughs> But honestly, I have. And I'm almost to the point where I have perfected the art of arguing with my spouse. And no, guys, it's not when I'm like, yay, I won. It's not that. It is simply giving me enough room to just be like, you know what? This is not an important fight to you as it is to him. So just be quiet. My mom told me years ago, probably when I was a little girl and again when I was a teenager and again as, a, as an adult, that a fool cannot argue alone. And know she wasn't calling me or my husband or whomever a fool, but she was just stating the obvious. You cannot have an argument by yourself. Now, you can look very crazy and hence you being a fool. Um, arguing about something, but especially if the other person is non-responsive. So the key to it all is just 
putting your big girl panties on or for guys them big boy um boxers that you guys wear out there yeah 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 those pair right there nope put those back i didn't like those colors i like that color better but guys no seriously it is literally saying you know what this is not a fight that i want to fight and you pick and choose your battle and say you know what for the sake of the argument okay I'm going to be quiet and it may infuriate that person even more to see that you are they're not getting a rise out of you you're not responding in the fashion that they want you to but all in all it keeps you at peace yourself and for that you become victorious because instead of you using all of that negative energy to create negative energy tension hypertension i mean any any ill and negative will that you can self-inflict because you are choosing to argue with this person you actually keep yourself from even being affected by so yes there has been moments where i really want to be petty betty and be like what you not gonna do and and, and you know grab air and clap clap and all that good stuff but instead I literally is like okay and as I say that sometimes I do squeeze my lips really 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 really, really tight so that I won't say something else yes I have had to have those moments and yes some days I actually come and I log on and I create an episode about it <laughs> this is not one of those times but seriously this is how my podcast got started i needed an outlet so that i did not infuse myself with the negativity from an argument and it wasn't just for my husband it can be with a co-worker it can be with my kids but i was like i've had enough i need to protect my energy protect my space and so i started an audio journal of sorts which turned into my podcast so guys and girls for that matter how do you get to this place of zen supposedly that I'm in especially when it comes to arguing because most people argue because they're one trying to prove themselves as being right or two because they're really pissed off and they want to get their point across and they want you to hear them. Did you hear that? The end of that? They want to be heard. And sometimes you just have to shut up so that that other person can be heard. And in the process of you being quiet and you protecting your space and your energy, you have an awakening where you do hear what the other person is saying. And it's sometimes that you hear what they're saying because you're not already formulating in your opinion, your thoughts, your snapback, your comeback. You are genuinely just sitting there and while you're trying to create this place of zen, you're not really listening to each and every word, but the important, start, important parts start to penetrate your thoughts. And I say the important parts because when you are protecting your space, you will hear what you're supposed to hear. Especially when you get to a point where you can 
harvest your space with zen, with clarity, with positive energy, you can do that. You start to hear the right things that you need to hear. And the things that you don't need to hear, they sort of fall into the abyss that's around you, into the darkness, into the area that you don't need. So let's practice. I want you, yes, you, to practice the art of winning an argument, whether it be with your spouse or with a coworker, your children. Sometimes you even have arguments with yourself and you have to shut yourself down. But practice it. Practice being quiet. I know you guys are like, how do I find this, this Zen place that you're talking about? I literally am quiet and I stop listening to that person. I take some deep breaths, some cleansing breaths. I don't hum or look away from that person because that's a, that's going to feed and exacerbate the issue already. But they never know that I'm literally like meditating right in front of them. And you will find that it lowers your heart rate so you're not like in this anxiety filled state of mind and and if that is what puts you into a very elevated and escalated responsive type mode and as you are calming down once you get to the very complex you have your zen place and that person is probably still talking and you'll start to hear some of the filtered stuff. That's the important stuff. Like that person says, you don't tell me that you love me. And instead of you hearing all hundred million other words that they say, now you understand that this person just wants to feel love, that they want to hear you say that you love them. Or if it's your kid, they're arguing about like mom everybody else has a curfew that's much later than mine why is it that I have to have this late curfew I don't understand you will understand that okay I just wanted to spend a little more time with my friends tonight because this is this person's last night um going before they go away or something like that you'll hear the important things now I'm not saying that you have to agree with what the important things are, but you can hear them. And that helps you to respond with a clear thought pattern. Instead of you replying with anger and frustration and so much emotion, you start to respond with some clarity, with things that are peace-filled, and the other person can receive what it is that you are, are saying. So the art of winning an argument is not necessarily about you winning. It's about the communication part that you guys eventually learn to communicate in a way that both parties can be heard both parties can get their points across and you guys don't 
leave in this heightened state of emotion. It's not as easy as it sounds, guys. I, I will definitely admit that. It has, again, taken me some time. I still struggle with it every so often because I'm a type A personality and my mom always said, <laughs> I feel like I need to have the last word. And even now when I say it, I'm like, no, it's not that I feel like I need to have the last word. I just need to get my point across. But going back to how I started this podcast episode, is it more important to be right or to have your point made and and save face? Like, I just wanted my point to be I've come across most times because I'm trying to save face because I don't want you to look at what I'm saying as being wrong. It's not wrong. It's that I just want you to hear me. Do you feel me? But sometimes when you are insisting that you get your point across or be heard, you're still wrong. And so all that wasted breath and air and time is unnecessary. You can literally be like, okay, I got you. And go start a podcast (laughs) where you could talk about everything or journal on the real tip, journal. I have way more journals than a one person probably needs, but they all serve a different purpose. And sometimes when I'm really, really upset, I am drawn to a particular journal and I go and I get this journal and I open it up and guess what? I've already journaled about that thing, that same thing that I was about to journal about. And I read it and I'm like, gosh, I still feel the same way I did two years ago or a month ago or whatever. And it helps me to dissect like some of the things that I'm internalizing, some of the things that I am just holding on to. And because I'm a huge believer in therapy, it gives me points to talk to my therapist about. Because there there is some unresolved issue there obviously if this keeps coming around again and again and again it's an unresolved issue that probably gets you to the point of angst uh, to um, an escalation where instead of you having a calm conversation with someone or, or debate with someone you end up actually arguing with this person and it has nothing to do with the person or the matter at hand. Again, think about some of the most petty arguments that you've had with whomever. And when you sit back and you think about it, you're like, how do we even start arguing about something so stupid? What was an unresolved issue was something, some kind of an emotional buildup or baggage that you had. And they may have said like a trigger word or a keyword that triggered a thought, an emotion that was connected to the way that you felt when you last heard that word or went through something very similar to what you're going through during this conversation. And instead of you being able to move forward 
you snap literally how can you win that type of argument you can win that type of argument by journaling therapy whatever it is that you need to so that you can get past that point so that when you hear these trigger words or keywords or whatever it is that sends you on 10 you're like okay detour let's go this way instead of that way if you never address some of the issues that are deep-seated you you can never move past that an example and y'all know that I'm extremely transparent and I talk probably way too much about my marriage and my relationship with my family and my children but so what my husband and I argue about finances often Probably like most marriages, to be honest with you, when I think about it. But when we were younger, he saw me struggle. I did not have a stable work history. I could have, but I didn't. I always was seeking something better. And because of that, I would go from this job to another job to another job to another job. And he would make um, a comment about the way I handled my finances. Well, he's always been with the same job since we had our oldest son, which is great. He has longevity with them. He has history with them. But guess what? He never sought to improve himself. There were opportunities where he could have advanced within his position or into a different position, but he never put in the work to get there. He never sought out a different position than where he was, and that's fine. But he's always made significantly more than I did. But we always shared the responsibility of the household in half, so to speak. I would pay all of the household bills. So he took care of the mortgage. I took care of the utilities. I oftentimes paid for most of the food bills. Um, If I went to the grocery store, I took care of the kids stuff. He he had the insurance in our home um, as far as health insurance. But then we had our individual bills like from credit cards and whatnot. And there you have it. And then there was the issue of the misuse of my credit, not by myself, but family members. And so I did not have a stable credit history or credit background and so I had to deal with that and it led to me having to um, file bankruptcy and he took me filing bankruptcy as a signal of failure so did I 
but I could later learn that it wasn't it wasn't even me like I didn't jack up my credit not at all when we sat down and we looked at everything that I needed to have um, include in my bankruptcy it was the things that my family members had created for me also know my children um, have been playing sports since they were like four and a half five years old and their schedules have always been crazy so we ate out a lot which is horrible but we ate out a lot and so if you would look at my check registry you would see like a charge for this restaurant that restaurant and this restaurant and that restaurant it was all food related so when we have arguments about finances it comes down to the fact that I eat out or that I spend a lot of money on food we never have had joint accounts because of it, because we argued about that. But the other reason why we did not see eye to eye on finances and argued about it so often was we never knew how much each other made. We really didn't know how much each other had to spend expense wise. And I had this preconceived notion just like he had about my spending for him and it was surrounded by the fact that he gambles a lot he he buys scratch-offs he plays the lottery he plays um poker with his friends he goes to casinos and he's told me horror stories about his childhood and how his parents gamble and all i could see is like this dude is going to do something foolish and then i am going to lose my home where me and my kids have a place to stay and you know whatever the case may be and so when we would argue we would talk at one another and this is another huge piece a huge component of the art of winning an argument we oftentimes talked at each other instead of talking with one another we would go for the jugular like oh no no he didn't okay he so he he gonna low blow okay cool well i got one punch that's even lower and we would talk at each other and we never heard what one another was saying so there, through this quest of learning how to win an argument i learned that if i be quiet shut up stop talking one, I can stop the argument. Two, if he continues to talk, I can start to hear what it is that he's trying to say to me. And because I'm not talking back at him, I can actually change the dialogue and we're now talking with one another. Now, I hate to sound like a therapist. I was just joking around with one of my coworkers the other day. And we both agreed that this is really great how you communicate. What is really great? By saying to someone, what I hear you saying is. And it sounds so crazy because that is something that a therapist would tell you. This is something that if you were in marriage counseling, they would probably tell you to say as well. But it works because it gives that person confirmation that you hear what they're saying. 
Now, you may not at all understand what they're saying and you will get eventually get there, but it at least breaks down a layer of the conversation that is at war. Once that layer comes down, that person hears that you hear what they're saying, they may be more willing and more receptive to continuing a conversation with you. And so it de-escalates. It goes from an argument to a conversation and you guys can talk like this. And I had to bring my voice down because I feel like I was shouting this whole time. So I apologize if you're listening to this podcast and your ears are bleeding. But with all that being said, it de-escalates the conversation well, the argument to a conversation. And then now you guys are talking and you guys are listening to one another. And eventually you can get to a resolution. Now, not all times are um, your conversations going to go from an argument to a conversation to a a resolution. But at least it will allow for you guys to talk in a more calm approach. And maybe you guys can table it and come back to it. Or maybe it's just like, okay, this is still really raw for me and I can't talk right now. But that's still a win when you can actually keep from arguing with one another being so angered and, and, and not having to increase the level of anger, of frustration, of anxiety. And cooler heads will prevail eventually. So guys, that is how I've learned how to win a argument with my husband or anyone for that matter. I've learned those things that be quiet. Because he can't argue by himself. That's just a one-sided conversation that looks absolutely retarded. Hate to use that word as well. But you look crazy if you're sitting up there and you're talking to yourself and talking to yourself, talking to yourself, and this person is just sitting there like, yeah, okay, I'm not going to respond. Two, stop talking at one another. Start listening. And you will get what you need on both sides. So who's ready to win an argument with their wife or their husband or their girlfriend, boyfriend, children, boss, whomever? I bet all you guys are. Try practicing what I just shared with you guys. And until next time, this is Jay Nicole and I'm out. Just call me Jay Nicole and I'm out. Just call me Jay Nicole and I'm out. Make sure you're following me on all social media outlets. I'm on IG at Just Call Me Jay Nicole. And that's J-U-S-T-C-A-L-L-M-E, the letter J-N-I-C-O-L-E. I'm also on Twitter at the number two will confirm. Again, that's the number two will w-i-l-l confirm c-o-n-f-i-r-m make sure you send me some of your feedback anything that you would like to hear me talk about and discuss with my wonderful listeners by emailing me at just call me jay nicole at gmail.com and until next time guys be blessed